Hi, this is Lucia with The Art of Love. I'm a dating and relationship expert specializing in helping you get your ex back. And welcome back, no contact soldiers. Have you been a good little soldier or a bad little soldier? And if you too would like to join the no contact army, all you have to do is hit the subscribe button and you're in. And to read the no contact army manual, go to nocontactsecrets.com where you can read two free chapters before purchasing the book. Today, I'm going to discuss 10 exceptions to the no contact rule. And I'm sure you're very interested in hearing those 10 exceptions because everyone is always trying to find an exception to the no contact rule. Can I break it? Can I break it? Well, if you fall into one of these 10 categories, then maybe, just maybe, you can. So let's get started. Some of these I've actually already discussed in some videos and some I haven't, so I've decided to finally put everything in one video. All right, so the first one is if there was a misunderstanding. So you said something, you did something, and your ex didn't even give you a chance to explain, but you're innocent, so there's a misunderstanding. So obviously, if you go no contact, they're gonna think that you're guilty, that you did do or say whatever they think you said or did, so you do have to reach out as soon as you find out that there's a misunderstanding. And you reach out once. You don't keep reaching out. And you explain yourself. Now, they may or may not want to talk to you. If they don't, then you can either leave a message. Well, I think it's better to leave a message. Um, unless it's a very short explanation that you're going to give. And if you do call... You want to have a calm tone, right? Just say, hey, I think there's been a misunderstanding, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and if they still don't want to see you, or if you find out that they don't want to see you, you can just say, you know, you know, I'm sorry you feel that way, and I wish you the best. So you don't beg them and go, please take me back, it's a mis been a misunderstanding. No, you just explain the misunderstanding. Because sometimes people will use... <laughs> A misunderstanding as a way to break up with you. They may be using it as an excuse. So even though they believe you that it really was a misunderstanding, they will use it as an excuse. So maybe they were already on their way out the door anyway. One of my clients, she posed in a photo with a female friend of hers and her friend's date or boyfriend, but I think it was a date. And you know, the picture went up on social media. The guy she was dating accused her of cheating <laughs> and broke up with her. Meanwhile, she was just posing in a photo. So he's either crazy, not exactly a clinical term, or he used it as an excuse to break up with her. Okay. The next one is death. So that means that someone close to them on their side of the family passed away and you heard about it. So of course you should reach out and give your condolences if you knew their family members or if you were fairly close to them. I mean, if you only dated a month and you heard about a death in the family, that's probably not a reason to reach out. But if you feel it's appropriate, then reach out to give your condolences. But it has to be someone fairly close to them whose death is going to impact them. So it can't be like, their neighbor or their brother-in-law's mother or their sister's boyfriend or something like that. 
or if there's a death on your side of the family and they were close to that family member and they have no way of knowing maybe you guys don't have social media or he doesn't or you don't or whatever um, so if you think that they, they're not going to find out otherwise and they were close to them either a family member of yours or a friend of yours then you can break no contact just to let them know but again you just reach out hey just want to let you know, you know, unfortunately, blah, 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 blah. And that's it. And don't try to continue the conversation because you're just contacting them about that. You don't want them to think that you're reaching out, hoping that they'll get back with you. The third exception is money. Yeah. <laughs> so that is if you own the money, then of course you should pay it back either all at once or make a payment arrangement if it's a lot of money. And if they owe you money, Again, you should get it because obviously when someone breaks up with you, the last thing you're thinking about is, oh, wait, you still owe me money or I owe you money. That would be the first thing I'd be thinking about. But <laughs> but anyways, usually when someone's breaking up with you, you're not thinking. So after the breakup, then you realize, wait, there's money involved here. So have them send it either through PayPal, Venmo, Cash App, whatever. You know, try not to meet in person. And again, just discuss the money. And that's it. Don't make it seem like you're contacting them about the money in order to get back with them. The next one is, and this happens a lot with almost everyone, is that you need your things back. So there's things at their house that you need. And so I usually tell my clients to wait if possible. But let's say there's something there that you really need and you can't wait, then make arrangements to get it from them with the least amount of contact possible. Because again, you don't wanna make it seem like you're trying to have contact with them, like you're trying to get back with them. So tell them, you know, leave it on the doorstep, leave it with your neighbor, leave it with your friend, whatever. Try not to have contact if you have to pick up your things. And if you need to give their things back, again, same thing, um, but don't, unless they ask for the things back, don't contact them because again, it's gonna look like you're trying to contact them just to have contact with them. If they want their things, they'll ask for them. Unless it's something big, like let's say it's furniture and you don't want their furniture around. Yes, then get rid of it. I mean, in terms of giving it back, not not get rid of it, like, like dumping it. <laughs> That's not what I meant. I once had um, a guy's t-shirt <laughs> that I needed to give back to him and I milked that for months. <laughs> we, 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 we're talking and talking. I'm trying to give back this t-shirt and I was out of town and he was busy. I was busy, whatever. It took so long to finally meet up to give him that t-shirt. And this was, we ended up meeting up like three months after the breakup. Um, and, you know, he didn't want to get back together. He just wanted his t-shirt. <laughs> okay. The next one, okay, this is gonna be a long one. If you cheated or if they think you cheated, then you need to reach out. And I've mentioned this in, in a separate video. And you need to give them time because if you cheated and they break up with you, they're not gonna to wanna to get back with you two days later. So you need to give them time to just deal with the situation and then you can contact them. Usually you wait at least 30 days. However, there are some situations close to cheating, or as I said, if they think that you cheated. 
So I have some examples here I'm going to read and I'll explain. So the first one says, I dumped my ex for something short of cheating, but just as disrespectful, flirting and inappropriate activity on social media. Oh, yes. <laughs> While he may not have been cheating, at least to my knowledge, it was very disrespectful to the relationship, and I had expressed my concerns several times. <sighs> Here's the problem with expressing your concern several times. You don't do it several times you do it once because otherwise your words say I'm concerned but your actions saying but it's okay because I'm not going anywhere and so why should he change if he knows you're not going anywhere the way you handle something like this is you have a discussion one time and you say okay I'm gonna say this and I'm gonna say this once this activity, you know, name the activity is not appropriate. I find it disrespectful to the relationship and to me. Are you willing to stop doing this? Yes, I'll stop doing it. <laughs> okay, fine. Then if they don't, you say, okay, so you had agreed to stop doing the activity. You haven't. So there's no need to be exclusive anymore we can see each other but I'm also going to see other people if you want to do that or you can just say I don't want to be this in this relationship anymore and you just totally don't see him at all that's how you handle it because then she goes on to say you know she express, expressed her concern several times he had fixed his behavior to appease me only to go back to his old ways weeks later of course so I finally said enough is enough and I've imposed no contact so in this case, even though she broke up with him, it's up to him, or yeah, in this case, him, to try and get her back, even though he was broken up with, because it has something to do with cheating or close to cheating. All right, uh, here's another example. Okay, what if they count something as cheating, which you don't? Speaking to other women for emotional support because she was being distant and you've already apologized for your action. So again, if they consider something cheating and you don't, it depends what it is. I mean, I don't think, you know, speaking to other women, depends who the other women were. <laughs> if it was an ex, that wouldn't be good. But speaking to other women for emotional support, yeah, that's not cheating, but they consider it cheating. <laughs> so again, you explain yourself, and you, I, you know, I'm sorry you consider that cheating. Nothing happened, but I just wanted to discuss our relationship and if you don't want me to do that in the future, okay, I won't. I understand your boundaries now, but I did know that at the time. So in this case, you can do no contact because this wasn't cheating. The next one was from a guy. Okay, <laughs> what if you were flirting with other girls online? He goes, just banter. Of course, the qualifier. Oh, it's just banter. Okay, but then you already said you were flirting. You begged and pleaded, but didn't accept your apologize, even though you promised you were going to stop. Well, why were you doing it in the first place? Like, what is it about you that you need to so have so much attention from other women that even though you're in a relationship, you still need to be flirting and doing, as you say, just banter online? It's like, why would you stop? What have you learned about yourself and your behavior that would cause you to stop? Are you going to be able to stop? So in this case, then, yeah, you weren't cheating, but you were flirting. So it's up to you to reach out. 
Um, and then one more. What if your ex thinks you cheated, but you didn't and never had any intentions? Like she saw messages on your phone from another girl and misunderstood the context. Well, I like to see what these messages are. So this combines a misunderstanding and cheating. So again, if they think you cheated, but you didn't, then all you can do is again, explain the misunderstanding, explain the text, and they'll either believe you or they don't. If they don't believe you, maybe it's because you've done other things in the past to cause them to not believe you, or they have very little trust in you, or as I mentioned earlier, they may be using it as an excuse to break up with you, even though they believe you that you didn't cheat. They're like, eh, this is a good, good time to break up. <laughs> okay, so again, if you cheated or your ex thinks you cheated, then you can't be in no contact. You have to at least give them an explanation or you have to go after them if you did cheat and try to get them back. And then the next one, which I did also mention in another video was if you took them for granted. So you were dismissive, you were avoidant, you didn't communicate, you had your walls up, they were not a priority and guys tend to do this more than women. <laughs> women often break up with guys because they feel taken for granted. So if you did not make them a priority, number one, number two, and make the relationship a priority, and they broke up with you because of that, then it's up to you to get them back because, you know, if they broke up with you because of that, and then you do no contact, you're still showing them that they're not that important. So why would they want to get back with you? You've got to show them that they are important. Okay, we have just a few more. Number seven is if you're living together. So obviously, if you're living together, it's going to be hard to do full no contact. So you have to do half no contact, limited no contact, smart no contact, whatever you want to call it. And so you want to avoid them as much as possible, be out of the house as much as you can. And when you do interact with them, uh, you know, be be pleasant as you would with a friend. You know, don't be angry, but don't be super happy either. I mean, well, if you're gonna err on the side of one, err on the side of being happy. So they'll be like, mm, why are they so happy? You just broke up with them, why are they so happy? But obviously, if you're living together, then you need to make arrangements to move out or have them move out as soon as possible. But obviously, full no contact is not possible there. The next one, children. I've done a video about this. If you have children together, obviously, you, there has to be some contact, but there's only contact regarding the children, and you don't try to keep the conversation going when they do text you to talk about other things. It's just about the children. Number nine is if you work together, again, you can't do full no contact. So you try to avoid them as much as possible, unless of course you work directly under them or they work directly under you and they have to report to you or you have to report to them. It'll be more difficult, but again, you only discuss work. Don't discuss the relationship. Don't look too happy. Don't look too sad. And finally, we have when you're the dumper. So I think everyone knows this, but just in case, because sometimes I see a few comments and the dumper makes a comment. They're like, I'm in no contact. Well, why are you in no contact? If you broke up with someone, unless you cheated or they thought you cheated or you took them for granted, you should not be in no contact. So if you broke up with someone, or even if you ghosted them, then it's up to you to reach out, not up to them. Okay, so let me go over these 10 exceptions to the no contact rule. Number one, there's a misunderstanding. Number two, there's a death. Number three, money is owed. 
Number four, you need to exchange things. Number five, someone cheated, <laughs> probably you, or uh, they think you cheated. Number six, you took them for granted. Number seven, you're living together. Number eight, there's children. Number nine, you work together. And number 10, you are the dumper. Okay, so I want to hear from you now and I want you to comment below if you're not sure about your situation, you're not sure whether you or not you should be in no contact, then comment below and let me know. And if this video has been helpful, then remember to like, subscribe, and share. If you're listening on iTunes, I would appreciate if you would rate and review the podcast. And finally, remember that love inspires, empowers, uplifts, and enlightens.